This week, a smart and simple security camera. We look at air purifiers and cleaning up the home with robot vacuum cleaners. Well, let's talk about security cameras in the home because when we look at the different solutions that are out there, they are wide and varied. And there's cabled solutions and wireless solutions and solutions that sort of mix the two together, all sorts of options for you. Uh, Jeremy is joining us from Swan. We've spoken to him before. Good on you, Jeremy. Thanks for your time today. Hey, hey Charlie. Good to be here. Let's talk about your tracker camera because we did this on the TV show uh, a week ago, in fact, five days ago on Channel 9. Bunch of questions through the Facebook page. People are obviously interested in it. Um, you've found a way to show people the whole room but have the camera dial in or focus on the movement in the room. Can you explain that to us? Yeah, it's an auto tracking camera. So um, the tracker has a, a wide 180 degree field of view. And unlike some other cameras, that's not fisheye. It flattens the image. So you get a 180 degree full room view, as we call it. And then the tracker um, has the smarts inside it that it can follow activity, movement within that room. And so what it does is it gives you two views. It gives you the full 180 degree field of view, and then it gives you a zoomed in second view on the activity. So it allows you to track, you know, someone coming into a, you know, a living room or a studio, nursery, whatever, an indoor room, allows you to follow that activity. Uh, and in fact, if two people come in, it'll sort of, it'll, it'll toggle between the two and move around following the two, but it's anchored with the full room view at any one time. So it allows you to see uh, what's happening, but give you the context of the whole room, which is great. The setup process was quick and simple. Um, we did it with an account that we already had, a Swan account that we already had. We had Sarah set it up. She's not hugely techie. I mean, she's not complete Luddite or anything, but she's not hugely techie, but she was up and going in about a minute, minute and a half. Is that the goal? Yeah. I mean, you know, as you know, the, the setup of networking products uh, in the security areas come so far in the last few years. So we really want this to be plug and play, as we say. It, it finds your local Wi-Fi network when, when you're setting it up and then you just you have it connected to your Wi-Fi network every time. That allows you to then see it on the Swan Security app. And um, for us, everything's about that app, that one app. We want all our products, be it a powered Wi-Fi camera like this or a 100% wireless camera or one of our wired systems, they all connect to the one app. So it's about being able to sort of interconnect everything and, and then away you go and you can do um, all, the, all the different things that you want to do using the app and that camera. So, um, yeah, really excited about it. The use is in the home. We got some questions, as I mentioned, on our Facebook page. Um, there were some families who had an older uh, member of the family. They wanted to be able to keep uh, engaged with them when they went out, for example, because this member of the family doesn't, doesn't usually go out very often. Um, it allows them to do that. Was the thinking, is that part of the goal as well? Yeah, it is. So the, the, the camera has two-way audio. Um, so you can uh, interact with a family member like that, uh, like the example you're seeing on screen there now. You can actually talk back to your pets. 
hey, Lassie, get off the couch or whatever it happens to be. <laughs> but there's also there's a security element too, and that is you could warn off a, an intruder. So a camera like this is um, primarily for indoors, but you could put it outside under a, on a veranda or, or um, you know, in, on a, a porch or a patio or something. So, uh, yeah, it does have a – there's a – I guess a, a friendly element to the two-way talk, but there can be a security element too. But yeah, perfect for uh, using um, if you're keeping an eye on an elderly relative or something like that. I think that's a really good use case. The the other question was um, it's very good for people in apartments because you can literally stick it in the corner, see the bulk of the apartment, especially if you've got one of those open plan uh, living room, dining room, kitchen setups, you can stick it in one corner and see pretty much everything that's going on. Yeah, absolutely. As I mentioned before, it has that 180 degree field of view and the fact that it's flattened. So that means for the users, people watching, that's sort of a rectangle view. It's not that sort of cut off corner, a fisheye look, it's a full rectangle, which is really impressive. So yeah, it's great for apartments, great for um, open floor plan living, um, great in, in terms of work environments, great for studios, uh, warehouses, you know, large areas where you want to keep track of things. And as I say, if activity happens, you then get that second view in the app and it allows you to, to see what's happening. It's got 1080p full HD video. So for anyone thinking of buying a security camera, that's really the, the base minimum I'd encourage them to look at. You want to have at least 1080p uh, moving forward. Don't go anything less than 1080p. You want that image clarity. Um, it comes with a 32 um, gigabyte uh, micro SD card. So you're able to um, you know, record thousands of clips and, and then play them back um, using the app. So um, yeah, it comes, as I say, plug and play, ready to go out of the box and um, really excited. And in fact, that camera we actually launched back at CES in Vegas in January, and and it won four awards, which was really exciting. I've got to say, um, you know, I've been in the industry for a long time, but that was a really proud moment for me, being able to accept those awards. And um, given everything that's happened in uh, in 2020, Charlie, it feels like mm. a lifetime ago. But it was back back in January, and um, yeah, it was uh, it was named one of the um, honorees in the Innovation Awards for CES, which was a proud moment for myself and for Swan. But um, yeah, it's taken a while, I guess, to hit the market here with COVID and everything that's been going on. But um, it's a great little camera. It, it um, you know, a lot of cameras that are pan and tilt mechanically move. Yeah. This one is able to sort of track track the mo uh, the movement in a non mechanical way or a digital way, and that, that's like. great because you don't you don't have you don't have wear and tear on parts. It's quiet. It just gets the job done, um, sort of seamlessly, staying still. So, from a security point of view, it, it has some real benefits. Can I ask you one final question, uh, Jeremy? We talked about the, um, a being part of that assisted living environment. Um, I do notice a lot of your products are now coming with voice control or the yeah. ability for voice control. Could it be that um, in that assisted living environment, uh, if you've got one of the smart speakers, you could say, uh, have the person sitting there on their own and they could use the voice control to connect with the other person at, at the other end on the app, does it work like that? How does that sort of fit in? Yes, it does have integrations with both Hey Google and Alexa. So you can ask, you know, you can say, um, Hey Google, show me the studio or show me the nursery and yep. it'll bring the video up. Um, in terms of other more specific um, tasks, I'm not sure about that, but it's certainly that's technology we've really got an eye on. Um, we see the 
you know, I guess the elderly care market, the, the um, assisted living type market is a real um, growth area for us. We're getting more and more requests for that type of technology. Um, as with IFT, IFTTT, um, mm. having integrations with other products, be it smart lighting, locks, um, other products around the home, um, is becoming more and more of a, a part of what we're doing. Um, and we really take a view with that technology to try and be as agnostic or as um, uh, generic as possible so that the customers can decide what they want to integrate it with. So we, we integrate with both Google and Alexa. There are some brands out there that only choose one or the other. And it's the same with IFT, where we'll let the, the consumers, the customers decide what other products within the IFT network they then connect with. So we're trying to make it, trying to build in the smarts, but also make it as generic to make it as powerful for our customers as possible. Look, Jeremy, I've got to ask this question about the financials. I'm often asked by listeners of our radio show or TV or viewers here um, about cost, cost of the technology, the camera, for example. In some cases, you buy the camera and then you have to pay ongoing fees to maintain a subscription, for example. What's the cost of this camera and what's Swan's position on ongoing fees around subscriptions to your app service? So the tracker camera retails for 149.95, so 149.95, and there's no ongoing fees. So you, you pay that amount, no ongoing fees. We try to make that a real priority for our customers. That we try to include as much value as we can out of the box, um, and then um, you know away you go. You can set it up easily, and there's no more fees. There are other products on the market in the security area where I know our customers are disappointed because they get them home. And then they find there's ongoing costs for cloud recording or whatever. Mm. But uh, we, we try to avoid that. We try to make it as affordable as possible and cram in as many features as we can. So there's real value there for customers. And they know they're getting that when they buy a Swan product. All right. Thank you for explaining that for us. Uh, Jeremy from Swan, we'll chat to you soon. Thanks a lot, Charlie. Appreciate it. Are you looking to make your kitchen prep a breeze without the cords getting in the way? Well, KitchenAid has you covered with three countertop appliances that'll keep you ahead of the game. Whether you are looking to make some soup or something of the like and you're in need of a hand blender, the cordless variable speed hand blender is one that will make things a breeze for you. Blend up to 25 bowls of soup on a full charge before you need to plug it in. With a variable speed hand trigger switch, you have greater control and flexibility over your recipe with the safety switch that'll protect from accidental trigger movement. It's no longer a game of endurance when it comes to mixing with the cordless hand mixer. We've all made a mess with the mixer at some stage, but KitchenAid has your back. Thanks to the soft start feature that brings the beaters up to speed gradually, you won't have any ingredients jumping out of the bowl. Stir, mix, and whip with up to seven different speed settings, cord free. With its rechargeable lithium ion battery, it can take on four batches of chop chip cookies without needing to charge. Well, it's been an interesting last couple of years and anyone that's lived through the bushfire crisis on the East Coast and the regular or semi-regular dust storms that we've had, um, you would might, you might have heard that, that an air purifier is something that uh, is worth investing in. Well, I've got one and I've used it in a whole manner of different uh, occasions because of different atmospheric events. I thought today 
we'd have a chat to the guys from Philips uh, about their new range of air purifiers. How are you, Nick? Hey, Charlie. Good, thank you. How are you? Good. So I've got your, um, it's a three filter air purifier. And I'll tell you, when it when we had the dust storms was when I noticed it the most because I had it in this studio here. It's about 20 square meters. Uh, I put it on and the, the air quality was a deep, deep purple. Uh, and I think it had about... Um, 170 was the reading, which is very, very poor air quality because of all the dust. And it was running sure. for about 20 minutes or so, and then that got down to about uh, 10, I think it was, which is basically almost as good as you're gonna you're gonna get, especially when it's a very dusty uh, air quality day. And I went from having sure. itchy eyes that were very irritated, consistently irritated, to basically just breathing and working normally. Um, is that the goal of an air purifier, that kind of environment especially? Oh, absolutely, you know, and I, I think that's one of those use cases where you, you really notice the immediate impact. Uh, I mean, of course, it's not the case in Australia, but um, up here in Singapore, you know, sometimes we have haze, um, which is coming from, you know, burn off, um, and and you you feel it, you notice it in the throat. You know yeah. the, the the eyes are itchy, your throat's itchy, your nose is runny, um, and and indeed, you know you you put on an air purifier, uh, you get that visible feedback also from the appliance. Like you say, you know you can you get the reading, how is the quality of my ear, and and then you have that kind of aha moment, which is like right now I understand what's going on, um, and and very quickly you know the air purifier actually you know, circulates the air, filtrates it, and, and you see it in the reading that you're getting back, but you actually feel it. You know, you, your breathing is, is more relaxed than normal, and, and you just, you know, remove that itchy, you know, feeling that you have in your nose and your, in your throat. So, yeah, absolutely. I, um, I felt that the air purifier that I had was bigger than the size of the room required. Is it better to buy... The bigger size, obviously, the smaller size probably isn't going to give you the result that you're looking for. Um, well, you know, we, we have a, a clear sizing recommendation uh, according to the appliance and according to the the airflow that it, it can manage and filter mm. size. So I, I think you are, you know, quite well placed to to look at those specifications, those recommendations. Um, and of course, in some smaller rooms, uh, you know, you only need a smaller appliance. Um, obviously, the, the bigger the space, you know, up to you know over a hundred square meters, we have um, appliances which can effectively filter the air. So I, I, I would just say follow the guidelines, and, and you should be well placed there. The kind of filtration that it takes care of, um, it takes care of dust, takes care of smells. Um, look. To be honest, when I had it on um, about six months ago, I had the dog in the room with me, and he wasn't having a very good day. He'd eaten something, Nick, and uh, but I wasn't really noticing the discomfort of that because the air filter was was running. Now, is that is that part of the goal? Sort of those those strong smells that are just as irritating as itchy eyes. You're trying to remove those too. 
Uh, it, I mean, it, it's it's actually one of the real benefits of the air purifier, and it, it's a bit like you say. You actually you you really notice it when it's gone, you know. And mm. it's like, what happened there, you know? Um, and people who do have pets, I mean, pets are also shedding hair or fur, um, and it may not be so noticeable, but it, it's happening on an ongoing basis. I mean, even we as humans, we are shedding micro particles of skin every day and, and all of that just adds up to you know what's your air quality inside so mm. it's about those ultra fine particles you know often what you hear in the news when it comes to air pollution pm 2.5 um, but it's allergens it's pollen it's mold it's mites it's animal hair and fur you know as well as air humidity and you know it is one of the wonderful benefits of an air purifier that you get that immediate feedback loop which is like wow something just happened here you know, mm. which is great i think better when i'm working when it's running i would imagine that now that's even that's either some kind of placebo that that i've i've got it running so it must be helping me or it is actually helping me by removing the kinds of things that um that reduce the quality of the air that i'm breathing um so i actually got that feedback as well is that a placebo or is there any evidence-based research that says better air quality means we think better, work better? Um, there is some um, scientific, um, you know, there are some studies around this. Um, in particular, they've done investigations at school um, and classrooms and they've seen, you know, the effectiveness of children's learning and environment. Um, you know, we're happy to share that also with you. Mm. Um, you know, is it a placebo? Is it just the fact that you you are breathing easier um, and, and better and, and therefore that Im improves your concentration, your learning, um, your general feeling of well-being? You know, I, I'm not sure, but I think it's all good news. If you do mm. feel better um, mm. and, and there are studies also underpinning that, I think that's all positive. The, the device works with filters and you have to use Great. clean filters um like most filters i would imagine customers try and run the gauntlet a bit how far can i push my filters before i replace them because obviously you got to buy new ones um how <laughs> regularly do we need to replace them and is it true that if i don't replace them enough that i'm kind of negating the benefit of the air filter yeah, so, so our appliances are using what are called um, HEPA filters, you know, the high efficiency particulate um, air filters, very similar to what's used in um, hospital operating theatres mm. or um, in industrial settings, you know, clean room settings where you, you have to have a pristine air quality. Um, and, and that's the starting point. Um, and the, you know, the appliance will work over time. Normally the filters will last up to two or three years. So they have a really good lifetime of usage. Then of course, um, you know, if you're in a situation like, like a bushfire mm. or, you know, a haze situation, then, you know, or, or a dust storm, then obviously that's going to, you know, have a, you know, reducing impact on, on the lifetime of the filter. And I, I think it's, it's like everything, um, you know, we, we try to encourage you to change it at the moment, at the optimal moment. You, you might try and push the boundaries on that, yeah. but it will reduce the effectiveness of what the appliance is, is doing. And honestly, if you look at the cost benefit, you know, saving $10, you know, by pushing out the, the length of the filter, is, is that really worth it? Um, I'm not sure.
Well, I don't think it is. Um, and I also note that we've we've run them in the the bedroom. Uh, my wife has issues with allergies, and it seems to only be a certain sure. time of the year when a particular type of grass is uh, is sprouting new seeds, for example. Um, but we do sure. notice that sleep sleep quality is, is is better for Rachel when we do that because obviously the the room is clearer of what is consistently upsetting her sinuses and all of a sudden that's taken away when she's sleeping. Absolutely. You know, and it, it's just about the importance of that indoor air quality. And like you say, you know, so many people um, suffering from hay fever these days, also asthma as well. Um, and I think we all recognise that um, whether we have those, um, those symptoms or not, that if you're breathing easier um, and in a more relaxed way, it is just, you know, going to help you to have a more restful night's sleep and, and we all know how important sleep is also for our overall well-being so mm. absolutely good. Where's the innovation that comes in air filters Nick because you've got this new lineup that you've been released that you've released um, my technology is obviously 12 months old now but I mean still works very very well where's the innovation how do you how do you improve the lineup I mean we joked off air before you know it's not like the latest smartphone for example where all of a sudden the camera gets better or it's water resistant you can do sure. scuba diving all of a sudden it's not like that but where is <laughs> where is the, the the development and the and the improvements yeah so i think fundamentally um the the core technology which is about the filters we use the hepa filters that that hasn't changed and that's also not going to change you know that's that's the result of decades of of research and collaboration with doctors and, and scientific, you know, studies um, that prove the performance overall the filtration. Where we we then have uh, looked to improve uh, is you know creating a range which builds across different room sizes as well. You know whether it's smaller uh, rooms, we now have you know almost like a, a desktop um, filter for for small offices and studios. Um, you know we have now bigger range of products which can do, um, you know, a considerable size up to 130 uh, square metres. Design, obviously, I think we will look at that um, and, and an air purifier is going to be perhaps in your living room and uh, your bedroom. You want it to also look nice. And I think, um, you know, perhaps we've had a more uh, traditional type of design in the past. Now you start to get some, you know, beautiful curves and, and different materials and finishing. It starts to look like an Alexa speaker or something like that, you know, that you can actually showcase in your home as well. And mm. um, obviously the user interface, you, you talked before about uh, the colour feedback that you have on the appliance as well, where the, the air quality is not of a high standard. You get these dark reds or purple colours and as the uh, air quality improves, it turns to this lovely clear blue sky uh, colour on the appliance. You um, you know, we have apps, Clean Air Plus app as well, where you can get real-time feedback on air quality in the surroundings. So it's about indoor and outdoor air as well. So I think it's a, a, you know, a gradual and step-by-step, -step, but certainly from a design perspective, you really start to see these as being, you know, almost like furniture pieces that you would showcase in your home. Yeah, look, it's um, I I would not be surprised if more and more families are adding these to different parts of their home, but be it the study because 
they're working from home more and I know maybe there's a, there's a, um, a, a, a they're tax deductible because you're going to, I don't know, you're going to need to have them running while you're working from home, for example. Uh, I, I'm not an accountant, but, um, or because it's at nighttime because it's helping you sleep better or, or, or whatever the reason. But I do hear just anecdotally that more people are buying these things because they're getting a good result out of it. So look, it's good to have you on the show today, Nick, to understand um, those features a bit better, the filtering situation a bit better and understanding the innovation of the category a bit better as well. We do appreciate your time today. Thank you, Charlie. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Hope everyone's staying safe there as well. Stay well and um, yeah, have a lovely day. Thanks, Nick. We'll speak to you soon. LG's lineup of music devices offers great sound quality and unique features that enhance your listening experience, whether that's at home or on the go. The new LG Tone Free FN6 wireless earbuds have a stylish design and deliver long-lasting performance. The earbuds themselves offer six hours of battery life, while the case carries an extra 12 hours of charge. That means these earbuds are set to go anywhere with you. With sound technology designed by Meridian, Tone Free FN6 delivers clear and spatial audio. No matter where you are, become completely immersed in whatever you listen to and forget you are wearing earbuds. All right, let's talk robot vacuum cleaners. We're joined by Jeff Quattro Marnie. Jeff, tell us what is the latest in the latest range of EchoVac vacuum cleaners. So with robot vacuums, we've seen them around for a long time. We've seen them bumping into walls. We've seen them make mess, but we've also seen them improve. One of the biggest things that I don't think we've actually seen happen for a while now is a large bin inside these vacuums. And the problem being that they're so slim so they can go underneath furniture, but the problem with that is that the bin inside means it fills up very quickly. And for a lot of people, that could mean that the vacuum goes around the house, does as much as it can before it's completely full and then stops vacuuming and needs you to empty it. Now we have a solution. This is an empty station. So Ecovacs has now bundled the empty station with their new T8 vacuum and that means that when the vacuum returns back to charge it also empties itself and that means it's emptying itself out into the bin that it now charges from so how does it work then so when the vacuum actually comes into the charging station the charging base actually has the suction from underneath so it's almost like as the vacuum has collected everything into the bin it will now suck everything back out and into a larger compartment. And in that compartment, Ecovac says you can have around 30 days um, of, of storage. Now, effectively, in my experience, um, if, if you do vacuum every day, it is going to start to fill up within that sort of one month period. However, it all, all depends on how much carpet you've got, pet fur, if there's even more dirt lying around the home. But if you are keeping your home relatively neat, you may not need to empty this for at least 40 or 50 um, vacuums around the home. Now, I've got a lot of hardwood floors in my house, and that has meant that I've had a lot less to actually come into that bag. But when you do bring in carpet, definitely is a lot of that fluff is going to take up a lot more space. But the bag itself is emptied from the top. Throw that in the bin, and uh, away you go. You can get the vacuum to keep going. The other advantage to this as well is that the vacuum, if it hasn't finished the house and the vacuum is full, it will go back, empty itself, 
and then it will actually proceed back out and to continue where it left off. And I think that's one of the best advantages here is that you won't come home to a half-vacuumed house. You'll actually come home to the whole house being complete because it's gone and emptied itself and got itself recharged all while you're at work. Is this a first in the industry, though? Ecovacs is not the first to have gone and done this. Now, uh, Roomba or iRobot, who make the Roomba, they have the i7. Now, the i7 can also be purchased with an empty station. Very similar concept. It takes the suction from underneath and stores it into a large bin at the top as well. A lot of it just comes back down to whether you're buying the right robot vacuum for you. And obviously, we know that there are some that do mopping as well as vacuuming. There are some that have now got AI built in to identify you know, a pair of socks that's been left on the floor so it knows to go around that and potentially to come back the next day to capture that part that it, hopefully the sock's been picked up. You do need to shop around to find the right unit, but it's good to know that there's now an empty station, at least in most categories uh, or brands of robot vacuums that are out there. So it's got mopping as well as a feature, but how does that all work across the home? So the T8 does also have the mopping feature. It is an Osmo after all, and that's what Ecovacs uh, say. The Osmo units have the mopping feature on the back. It is a really handy thing to have, especially if you've got tiles or hardwood floors. Um, it does know whether it's carpet or tiles, so it does actually um, go away from carpet or even rugs if it is in mopping mode. The one thing that I'll mention here is you can see in this office where the charging station is, it's carpeted. Now, the mopping unit cannot even be connected to the um, to the robot if you're planning on charging it in the room. So one of the things I've learned is that having the base station out where the tiles is means that it's going to be able to mop and return to recharge. But if it's sitting on uh, carpet, it actually stops at my door and doesn't proceed into it from there. So do check out that feature. I think the mopping one is really good. The, the best one is the Pro Osmo, which actually rubs and scrubs the floor. It doesn't use detergent, it's just using water. Um, so you may want to go over it once a week or once every couple of weeks with a, with a bit more detergent, a bit more rub. But otherwise, it's an amazing thing just to get those little bits of sauce that the kids might drop on the floor and things like that. So if I'm late to the party on robot vacuum cleaners, what's the cost going to be for all of this? So the empty station on its own is going to be $299. So if you've already got a T8 AIVI model or Ivy, uh, as it's sometimes pronounced, you can go out and buy the empty station independently for $299, and that then just gets added to your package. So it's just ready to go. Whereas if you're buying the T8 Plus, you're looking at $1299 for the vacuum, which has the mopping unit built in plus the empty station as well. Now, these are the very much the high end of the of the Ecovacs range. You can also go and get, you know, for 399 you can go and pick up an Ecovacs vacuum that still does the vacuuming, things like that, but won't have the empty station and is not compatible with the empty station as well. So I think what Ecovacs is trying to do here is give you something for every budget. Um, there's certainly a lot to choose from in the range, and we know that when they go on special at Aldi, uh, there's a bit of a queue, so do watch out for those as well. <clears throat> and we'll sign off. Thank you, Charlie. Speak to you next week. Thanks, Jeff. We will speak to you again soon. Thank you, Charlie. Speak to you next week. This is Jamie, the touchscreen device delivering your favorite streaming entertainment. It's smart, safe, and fits in your pocket.
You'll notice that Jimmy has no cameras, as this is an entertainment device. Every Jimmy has Bluetooth and Wi-Fi connectivity, a 5-inch plastic touchscreen, FM radio receiver, and a 2,200 milliamp hour battery. We've also included basic parental controls, allowing you to pin lock the apps and settings on every Jimmy. Don't know the pin? Then you can't open the app. There are three versions of Jimmy: Jimmy, Jimmy Plus, and Jimmy Connect. Jimmy is perfect for listening to apps like Spotify and Apple Music with limited distractions. Jimmy Plus has the same hardware but is a Google registered device. So we've pre-installed some Google services like YouTube, Google Maps, and Chrome, and you can download and install your favorite apps via the Google Play Store. Jimmy Connect is just like the Jimmy Plus, but with 4G connectivity. Your Jimmy Connect will stream your favorite entertainment via Wi-Fi and 4G, make and receive calls, and also text. With Jimmy Connect, we've included the ability to personalize the incoming and outgoing call and SMS experience using our preloaded call block. Block or approve incoming calls and SMS traffic as you decide. Find your Jimmy, a safer smart device. Thanks for tuning in. A lot to get through today, but more details, of course, on the Facebook page during the week on cybershack.com as well. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.